speaking this morning with Thomas Nader from Buru Energy. Thomas, good morning. Good to see you. Uh, good morning. Thank you, Andrew. It's finally great to be on air with Proactive. Well, Thomas, you've been in the role here of Chief Executive for just over five months. Uh, first time you and I have spoken. Tell us a bit about Buru's strategy and what your near short to medium term goals are. Oh, look, uh, Andrew, I certainly had an exciting start to the role, getting to know our people, our operating footprint and our fantastic hydrocarbon and new energy assets in more detail. Um, I'll tell you what, we are opportunity rich, so we must be focused and really work uh, to make sure that we work on the right things and work them hard to essentially drive value for our shareholders and our stakeholders. Our strategy is simple. Uh, we find energy resources safely and competitively. We enable these through the right partners and funding structures. And by enable, I mean to make ready, to really equip them. We develop these energy resources whilst maintaining a material interest in a producing asset. Uh, and we also evolve a complementary integrated energy businesses uh, where we focus on energy expansion and transition opportunities. And we do this really, Andrew, so that we are part of the new energy economy. And finally, uh, as good uh, prudent operators, we pursue other compatible growth options uh, that leverage our expertise. Mm. Uh, it's, an, it's a very simple strategy in many ways, but it has to be balanced. So. We have to make sure that we are set up for the short to medium term in terms of returns uh, from our existing hydrocarbon business, but also build longer term new energy businesses that focus on, on uh, energy expansion and transition. We are now, as of Monday, the Canning Basin Masters. So our focus is very much aimed at commercializing our assets in the basin, which is centered around our major conventional gas and condensate discovery at Raphael, which we only discovered 12 months ago. On the oil side, we're working hard to extract maximum value from the Ungani oil operations, which has been producing around 550 barrels uh, of oil a day prior to us suspending operations uh, due to ex-tropical cyclone alley. Mm -hmm. Across our onshore Carnarvon Basin assets, I'm super happy uh, with the recent success of our applications for two new exploration areas that complement our existing uh, exploration permits, which we share with our partner Mineral Resources. Uh, we are now planning to undertake some drilling next year on this EP510 permit, and we are fully carried by MinRes. Uh, this will open up, no doubt, uh, this underexplored prospective onshore basin for potentially an accelerated gas development. And also, as far as our new energy businesses are concerned, I think our shareholders uh, rightfully have, have been querying the strategy behind it. We've been really incubating these new energy businesses to make sure we've got our place in this uh, new energy economy. So we've been deploying our expertise to natural hydrogen and helium exploration, as well as battery minerals exploration, and we've been building a carbon capture and storage business. So we had plenty of things going on, not just in the last five months, but uh, Eric Stradberg has kind of set us on a path uh, a couple of years back. You're not wrong, certainly plenty going on. Uh, Thomas, you said a, an exciting start to the new role. Some might say a challenging start. Of course, the month you kicked off, we had the news Origin Energy was exiting its upstream exploration altogether. Uh, how have you been navigating this one? Oh, look, you're correct, Andrew. But look, at Buru, we like a challenge. It did come as a bit of a surprise, uh, especially with having a potentially significant uh, gas resource in the form of Raphael, discovered only months prior to Origin's announcement. Um, just to remind uh, our viewers, this resource was independently assessed to have uh, the potential to hold over one trillion cubic feet of conventional gas and some 20 million barrels of condensate. 
To put this discovery into context, this is potentially big enough to provide West Australian retail customers with gas for 30 years, based on what the Northwest Shelf is currently putting into the WA domestic market each day, Raphael could do the same for 20 years. If you include all the domestic and, in, and uh, retail customers and industrial customers uh, in the state, Raphael is big enough for about three years uh, of supply based on existing demand. But look, um, of course, we are looking at other new demand creation opportunities. And through this, Raphael could uh, potentially open up uh, new, new uh, industries. Uh, we've got enough gas on a 3C uh, pro uh, contingent basis to support 1 million tons per annum LNG production, whether for domestic consumption or export, or a healthy ammonia, methanol, or urea scheme for about 20 years. All of this excludes local power generation opportunities that uh, may present themselves in the Kimberley, which are also part of the mix. Of course, we've got 20 million uh, recoverable barrels of condensate on a, on a 3C basis, or light oil, which could make it one of the biggest onshore Australian oil discoveries uh, in decades. So this is the size of the prize right in front of us. So for this reason, and some more, we've worked really hard with Origin to help them exit the Canning Basin, uh, do it in a way that's orderly, uh, so that we can get after commercializing our, our uh, gas assets with more autonomy and certainly uh, more uh, degree of certainty. And just tell us a bit, Thomas, how's the deal been structured? Look, under the deal with Origin, uh, Buru uh, will regain full control and ownership of uh, five exploration permits in the Canning, including Raphael, and will also pick up an additional 20% operating interest in two exploration permits uh, that we share with Ray Resources that will take us up to 60% uh, in those two permits. Just to remind your viewers, in terms of aerial extent, a collective acreage position in the canning is something like the size of Israel, 25% larger than Kuwait. It gives us tremendous running room in this under-export prospective basin, in addition to Raphael. The deal is very compelling for us, both strategically and financially. It has no upfront cash component, and it hasn't got an ongoing overhang like a royalty. What it has are meaningful, success-linked milestone payments, which are conditional on Raphael making significant progress towards commercialization. So we have three future milestone payments, which are capped, and they're linked to the granting of a production license, where we pay $9 million. When we take a positive final investment decision for what I would call a reasonably sized project, uh, where we pay an extra $5 million. And when we get into production for a larger project, so I'm talking 50 territories a day or above, when we pay 20 million. So altogether, that's all there is. There's $34 million in conditional payments that's linked uh, to uh, successful and material development milestones at Raphael. I think the way we struck this deal really speaks to not only our belief, but also Origin's belief in the discovery. Finally, and, and this is very, very important uh, for our, uh, for our uh, viewers, the deal also provides us with $4 million towards a Raphael 3D seismic survey. So now we are able to uh, dust off our plans and, and target to acquire uh, the 3D seismic survey over the Raphael structure this year, uh, subject to customary approvals. So that means we can get back on track, we can restart the appraisal program by acquiring this seismic survey and really inform an appraisal drilling program, which we are now targeting next year in 2024. Well, that's all I was going to ask. So just outline for us what the next next steps are for Raphael. 
Okay. Well, in addition to planning to be back in the field uh, this year for the seismic survey, we're also making preparations now to drill next year as part of the appraisal program. On the engineering front, we haven't uh, really been sitting idle. We've been quite busy over the last few, uh, number of months progressing various technical studies uh, that really assess the viability of both domestic and export schemes for Raphael gas and condensate. Um, and these studies really account for the various gas and condensate volume scenarios uh, that are likely to be confirmed through further appraisal. We'll continue to do this over the coming months. As I mentioned before, these concepts include you know, local Kimberley-based power, uh, downstream petrochemical feedstock, as well as uh, LNG options. So there's plenty of engineering work to do. On the LNG front, we've been executing a pre-feasibility study uh, for what I call a localized floating LNG concept that really adds to our Northwest Shelf-based LNG commercialization option. And I'm really looking forward to updating the market in the not so distant future on this. Obviously, engineering and commercials must come together. So we are also engaging with third parties uh, to understand their needs for clean and reliable natural gas. Thomas, just back briefly to the, the oil business. You, you mentioned earlier you had to suspend operations uh, a bit earlier on in the year due to flooding on the back of the cyclone. Uh, what's, the, what's the status of operations now? We've been working with local and state uh, agencies to really understand the magnitude and the timing of the repair work along the, uh, the Great Northern Highway. Uh, and this, this is that land artery uh, that uh, takes us uh, to the coast for uh, 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 road tankers uh, to, to the point of exploit at Wyndham. We've looked at all kinds of temporary options to get uh, Ungani oil uh, to market in the interim through different routes. Uh, but they are logistically or economically very challenging. So we are very much focusing on this primary option of the Great Northern Highway route. Um, look, the, the plant has sustained no damage, essentially. Uh, so the devastation is really to regional infrastructure, and it's unprecedented. We haven't seen it before, and it will take some time to bring it back to what I would call a serviceable state. Obviously, the focus for government right now is to reinstate uh, traffic for, for the many communities that have been impacted. So for now, it's very much a waiting game until the road, and in particular, the bridge um, at the crossing at Fitzroy Crossing is re-established. But I look forward to updating the market uh, in the not so distant future as to uh, what the plans are in terms of restarting operations. And just remind us, Thomas, what the plans are as far as the new energy business. Oh, look, uh, we've made a strategic call about two years ago to diversify into uh, the energy transition space and really build what I would call new sources of value for our shareholders. Uh, this wasn't done flippantly. It was done in response to, to what we saw were large shifts in, in technological advancement, uh, in government policy and regulation, uh, the pressures we are seeing from society, the, uh, the preferences we are seeing from our customers, but also uh, the investor sentiment. And we've been listening very uh, strongly to, to our investors. Uh, we have a solid experience and expertise in subsurface geology, in exploration, appraisal development, a lot of stakeholder relationship management experience over the past decade or so, particularly with our native title holders where we operate. So investing in these areas like natural hydrogen exploration, uh, which is done by our 2H resources subsidiary to support the development of a new source of clean energy. Um, as well as exploring for the minerals needed for energy storage and, uh, um, and, um, and energy storage solutions through a Batman subsidiary. 
but also uh, doing some front-end loading work to provide industry, not just the oil and gas, gas industry, but also industry as a whole to help reduce their carbon emissions through what I would say safe and reliable storage of carbon dioxide uh, in underground uh, geological formations through our geovolt subsidiary made a lot of sense to us. Uh, so we're making good strides. Only three weeks ago, we updated the market on, on some very exciting developments uh, in South Australia associated with our 2H resources subsidiary, where an independent third party uh, resource assessment uh, indicated significant hydrogen prospective resources across the exploration areas where we have preferred applicant status. So it's fantastic time. Uh, there's strong investor sentiment in this segment uh, of the energy market, and, and it's underpinned by a very supportive regulatory environment. It's close to infrastructure, and it will take Buru know-how to really bring to life. Uh, good to meet you, Thomas, and good to speak. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, Andrew. Take care.